0: This
1: is Skye, and
0: this is Raina, and,
1: and we're cousins.
0: cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories, and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited,
1: more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking
0: our own baggage, You're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in.
1: It is season two. Wow. We are back. We are back at the place that we started. Season two of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky. And I'm Raina. And I'm feeling good. How are you feeling?
0: I feel amazing. The energy is good. We did an amazing season one. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. We took our time. Mm -hmm. We said, let's just get into the other aspects of our lives. Let's focus for a second. And then let's come back when we feel like we've lived a little bit more life. Yeah. And I like that we did that because we were like pressing for, okay, let's just do one month off. Well, I was pressing one month off, two months off. And then you were like let's just sit still for a second. And the more we sat still, I was like, no, I think we should still sit still some more. And then it was like, actually, this makes sense. We can produce something Mm -hmm. with season two that doesn't have to be overly taxing. Yeah. This feels really good that we're just taking our time with it. But yeah, season one was amazing. I'm so proud of us. We saw all of you guys' reviews. I know we said you would do this, sorry, but I'm just jumping the gun. We saw all of, all of you guys' reviews, and we thought that they were so touching. Yeah. Detailed. Detailed. Yeah. We both got chills from so much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was really powerful. It was awesome how honest you guys were with us and and getting to hear back from you of what you connected with and knowing that the vulnerability and the tears and the awkward moments and whatever else we went through was worth it because you felt like you had a friend during all of this crazy time. And I think that was the most beautiful thing that people said is like, I had a lot of talks with you guys that I've been dying to have with friends that I just don't have. So we love being there for you. (laughs) Uh, We're really excited. It's been crazy. We've been on break since October. 2020. So we're back. We're live. It's 2021. We have some incredible things to share very soon. And uh, let's just say we 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 made the most of the off yeah, time. We yeah, have for a lot, sure. we have a lot coming out that we worked on over the off time, and uh we're back and we're better and we're in the same location we started. Right. We. And <laughs> that's it feels the best good. part. Yeah, the best it part. really does. So today we're gonna discuss uh, the kind of what it feels like to be an empath, what it means to be an empath share some stories, uh, just kind of dig deeper into the topic. Reina, for the people listening, <laughs> what is an
0: empath? What does it mean to be an empath? So my personal definition of being an empath is someone who feels things really, really deeply mm-hmm. and, and kind of almost has like no control over it. Feels deeply for themselves or for others. For others, for everything, I just think it's feel like feeling deeply in general. Wow. It doesn't have to be for people. You can feel for animals. You can feel energy in in between four walls. Like you can just feel energy so intensely. Yeah, that's my that's my idea of what an empath is. I was kind of like doing a little bit of research because I'm like, you know, I always see that this is like a huge topic. Like people say, oh, "I'm an empath." They're like proud to say I'm an empath. Like so. I went online and I was like, what's the definition of an empath? And I got this definition. I thought that it was really sweet. It says, empaths are sensitive to the feelings and energy of others. Some also feel the energy of places and objects.
1: Wow. And I was like, yeah. Cool.
0: That's what I I feel like it means to be an empath. Um,
1: Do you see it as a positive term? Because it just says the feelings, not like who are kind to others that they feel for. I feel like it's been associated with the with kindness. It's a positive word.
0: I, I personally feel like it's a positive word, but I've seen people kind of switch it to, towards a negative. Like, oh, I'm such
1: an empath. Yeah. I hate that I'm... Fe- oh, okay. Yeah,
0: like a lot of people don't... They, they don't glamorize the idea of being an empath. It's like, ugh. Like me? Like, oh, why did I have to be one?
1: That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't look at it like a bad thing. I don't either. I find it, you know, exhausting. But I think it's so beautiful to feel deeply. You know what it is to feel deeply enough for others Mm -hmm. that I want to be thoughtful. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel so deeply for you and everything that you're going through that I want to just somehow make you smile yeah. or somehow make your life easier because I feel for you. Right. And by, by being able to step into your shoes, mm-hmm. I'm one, humbled. And I, too, you know, gain probably a lot of respect for you knowing what you're going through. Right. But how do I how do I make it better for you? I right. love that feeling. Yeah. I love knowing <laughs> that I can make somebody's day sweeter. I think it's, you know, it's wonderful. And it's only because I relate to them or feel their pain. Yeah. And step into their shoes.
0: I feel like with both of us also. We don't mind when people sometimes maybe like if you come too often maybe or like if you come with the same thing, but I feel like we're the type of people who don't mind people coming to us asking for advice, no, yeah, we don't mind we don't it's, it's when it becomes excessive or the same issue over and over that's what I'm saying, but
1: yeah. immediately we're we're we feel for others so deeply that we give as if we want to be given to right you know we we are generous because we'd hope if we were in that same situation that karma and and people would show their good and
0: karma is real yeah karma is karma is real karma is real good and bad do you feel like you have to be a spiritual person in order to be an empath oh <laughs> i've never thought about that I've never, I've never, until we started writing these questions, I've never thought deeply into being an empath in general. I think in our case, Mm
1: -hmm. yes. I think in general, no. I think a lot of it, yeah, is who you are, but it's how you're raised. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do I explain it? Like, even in the South, Mm -hmm. right? There's Southern hospitality where, like, it's not really empathy, but it's kind of just, it spreads the treat others how you want to be treated. And I it's think kindness. it kind of all ties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kindness. And I think when you're empathetic, if you, you could be empathetic and be like, but I'm not doing shit for them. But if you tie in the kindness, mm-hmm. I just feel like certain things on how we were raised makes us more kind and empath- empathy kind of just. And grateful to be.
0: Yeah. Empathetic towards others. Um, When did you learn that you were an empath? When did you learn that you were really receptive and acknowledging of other people's feelings? Very little. Really? Yeah, very little. Uh,
1: For me personally, I felt so deeply for homeless people as a very little kid. I understood- Hold on, it's raining and I'm under a roof. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. What about that guy that was on the corner next to my school? Oh my gosh, his house is wet. Like I could process that people did not have a home. And I remember, uh, I believe the first time I had difficulty celebrating a holiday because I knew how many others were celebrating it, I Mm -hmm. felt like a guilt, was I was, I want to say six and we had uh, passed through Skid Row with my dad once and I couldn't get the image out of my head. So Valentine's Day was coming up, and I told him, I have an idea. I really want to help those people. And my idea was to give everybody a customized bag with a positive message, like Mm -hmm. a brown paper bag. Um, a vitamin C chewable, a cookie, and I think a piece of gum or something. In my head, I was like, this is a wonderful combination. You get sweets, you get vitamins, vitamin C plus a cookie. Now, my mother would be like, I'm not going to the store to buy 500 cookies for your homeless friends. Yeah. My father was like, let's go get sandwich bags. We'll color each and every one. We will put in a vitamin C. He, he let me do it. Wow. We went and purchased vitamin C and cookies And I think we gave it out to at least 150 (gasps) people. Yeah. And it felt, it was the most- (laughs) I'm getting chills. It's making me, yeah. It was the most rewarding feeling as a kid. I said, oh my gosh, all of these people will, they'll have health and they'll have something sweet on Valentine's Day. They're going to feel love. It was so important to me. And we were, and at this point, mind you, my dad's on TV on a show that's airing. We went down to Skid Row, me, him, and my sister. And he passed it out and was like, nah, I come from this too. Like, (gasps) wow. Yeah. Now, you know. I'm getting so emotional (laughs) thinking about this because it's just
0: like, yo, like. I I really.
1: Yeah. And my dad has that heart. I was raised to love people. Right. So if I love them, I'm going to feel them. Yeah. You know, but but when you add spirituality into it, it is very interesting because I think certain people are empaths, but they also have the tools to help others, and that's a lethal combo. Because you could feel for mm-hmm. me, but if you can't really provide a solution or make me feel any better, it's like, well, thank you. Right. you know. But there's certain people who go, ah, like I always say, I'm a woman of solution. Yeah. So if I'm an empath and a woman of solution, you present a problem, we're going to figure it out. I'm not going to leave the room until right. it's figured out because I feel for you, I care for you, and if you
0: were me, I'd want you to do the same. I'm a rock with you. That is so interesting because I'm like, okay, So I didn't really realize that I had like this power or like capability of feeling other people deeply until I was 19, 20. Because because for me, like, okay, to use the exact same example that you just used, I was kind of always around my grandma who was always on the streets. So I was around her friends who were on the streets too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, at that time of my life, didn't know that they were. there was anything wrong with being on the streets. Wow. Like I have family members, for example, like one of my grandma's daughters, who's the youngest of my mom's siblings, she loves the streets because she grew up on them. So when you talk to her about being stable. And when you talk to her about getting a job and when you talk to her about having an apartment and all of these things, like it doesn't really register because she's okay with not having any of that. Wow. So I never saw it as something to like feel for, but when I saw my dad heartbroken from my, by my mom for the first time and he was like my, the almighty, like my superhero, like I loved him to death and I knew what he was doing to my mom. Yeah. Um, but I didn't necessarily have the same exact connection with my mom that I did with my dad. So I didn't feel it as deeply mm-hmm. when my mom broke my dad's heart heart back. That's when I was like, I felt it. I wow. I felt his pain. And ever since that day, it's like that literally unlocked something in me where now I can feel every time someone's heartbroken I can feel when uh, every time when someone really needs somebody I can I can feel the energy in people that my dad was like projecting onto me I can feel that
1: you just know it
0: I just know know it it's it's very I can recognize it I say oh that's familiar
1: I think when you've really experienced real heartbreak you just you can always spot it yeah you can but also with real love like, mm-hmm. I have certain friends, I love asking about their partners because I want to feel what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's certain people that when they speak, I'm like, wow, that's their soulmate. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I just hear it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you recognize it. But just as we recognize that joy and that, like, best feeling ever, we recognize heartbreak. I always know it. And I know when my friends are being dramatic. Like, no, my heart really, really is broken. Yeah. Two weeks later, I don't even think <laughs> of him ever. Yeah. I'm like, baby, you don't know heartbreak until it's been two years. And yeah. you're like, yeah. has it been a week? Yeah. So I see when certain people are like, no, I'm really heartbroken. I think that's one of those words that's just, you know, overused. Heartbreak t-
0: takes even longer than two years, too, though.
1: Heartbreak? Because you Sometimes can be heart... It's permanent. Yeah. Oh, don't... Okay, no, we're not doing that.
0: <laughs> Dude, we're not doing that. Nuh-uh, not today.
1: <laughs> uh, do you experience emotional fatigue when you've been absorbing way too
0: many feelings of others? Yes. So I get tired. Mm-hmm. Um... But I also, when I'm feeling things so deeply, like when I'm crying excessively, when I'm angry for a long period of time, I get exhausted just off of that. Oof. And some, like, that's like, that's like a whole other thing. But if, for example, my partner isn't really, he's not really satisfied or he's not really happy with the situation he's in. Whatever that situation might be, it might be like family issues, it might be work, whatever. When he's going through that, and I know that he's going through that, but doesn't want to talk about it every single day, it kind of like puts me in overdrive because I'm like, what are you feeling? I know you're not okay, but you don't want to talk about it. It's like you're constantly worrying and thinking and that in itself can lead me to just be like, ugh, I need a day or two to myself. Like I need a day or two to get these feelings together and to sort them out and to like tuck them into their places and so that I can be like good for the next week. And then I'm I can carry Yeah, because I'm carrying them for real, for real. On my shoulders, on my back. I'm carrying them in my stomach, in my hips. Like I can feel it all over. I'm feeling I can feel it on my scalp even. Like sometimes I'm like, I need to wash this head. So how do you protect? that feeling? How do you avoid getting
1: there? Or is it just something that's bound to happen if you're absorbing too much energy? It's unavoidable.
0: Or do you try to monitor how much you're feeling? Okay. So I don't think that it's unavoidable because you might think that you're avoiding people and then, hey, you run into your mom who's having a bad day. To some degree, it's not avoidable. I have friends who go through things. And if I know that you're going through something really intense right now, I can only see like so many times because when you leave, like my chest still feels heavy. Mm-hmm. And when you leave, like I have a migraine. Mm-hmm. I can't put myself through that every time you want to talk. If you want to talk every other day, I can't. Even through text, like I can't talk about that again today. I can only take so much. If a person is texting me and they're telling me like that they've been crying for a week and they tell me exactly what's going on, I feel words. Mm-hmm. So I can feel what that person's going through just through reading the words. Mm. I agree. Especially if you know them, you can
1: put the voice to the words right I can read your text like you yeah I, I know exactly how you're saying it and like oh lord like I know how it's being said so I'm able to feel more but I think that's only when you really really know the person and you know so many of their quirks that right, you, can, right. you can imagine them are you able to shut off your empathy or do you ever get mad enough at a, per- at a person where you go I just literally feel nothing for you or about
0: you yes I can shut my empathy off but even in me shutting my empathy off, I can still feel you. I've had friends that I didn't talk to for a really long time and I could feel them thinking of me. I was fine. 100%. I'm Like not thinking I miss this person. I'm literally just like, oh, they must be thinking of me again, literally. And then if we ever have a conversation again, yeah. <laughs> that person will tell me exactly like what they were going through and I'm like I know I could feel it. Oof. I've only been able to feel that <laughs> with love. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, you've told me. If a person you were in love with or that you've ever deeply connected with on that romantic intimate yeah. space when you're no longer with them, yeah. you can feel when they're lonely. I felt it. I f- I can feel it for past partners. Yeah. I can feel that you're lonely. Yeah. And but but this is the thing, and this is where I say I try to shut it off. If I'm thinking of you too much, now we're exchanging energy. I'm gonna manifest you back in my life. I can't do that. I can't let you back in. No, I can't. And I'm allowing you back in in this energy space because you know my energy, and I know yours. Oh my god! <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: wow. Um. Jeez, this is crazy.
1: We either sound really you know in tune to some people or like witches you are either listening and are like these girls are from salem (laughs) this is a cult show uh they talk about reading energy listen i didn't believe in this shit until i felt it and i knew that somebody i love was aching yeah i
0: felt it and i said oh man he's about to explode yeah He's about to lose it. See, another thing, though, is like... We sound like witches. We do, but a lot of y'all will fill us. I know, I know a lot of y'all are filling us right now because I see all the time mm-hmm. there will be a viral tweet where a girl is like, I know you still think about me. And even though some people are just saying it, let me tell you something, woman. Okay? We have different kind of powers. Tap in, okay? <laughs> just tap in. Stop being afraid. Stop letting people tell you you're crazy. You're not crazy. You feeling what you feeling. Okay? Do you feel like being an empath is a curse? If you're still listening and think we're witches, just, just, just stick around, okay? What'd you say? Do you feel like being an empath is
1: a curse? It's like I said earlier, like that thoughtfulness, that helpfulness is the most incredible feeling ever. I can't imagine not knowing what that feels like or right. not wanting to be good to people. It's just, I, it's a wonderful feeling to know you made something a little bit easier for somebody
0: who deserves it. Right. Um, Do you feel like anyone has ever taken advantage of your ability to feel like that? Yeah. People people
1: know that crying and, mm-hmm. and really bumping it up, I will, she's going to feel you or she'll help you or she's going to, if you need the money, just ask her. You know she'll give uh, it to you because they know I can feel. But in the same, you, you know, the more you kind of overextend yourself, you just learn this is a little too much. Yeah. But then there's some times where I get a feeling to do something crazy mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a message from God and I don't. I, I just say, okay, like one time it was like, Somebody's birthday's coming up. You're not close with them. Give them $1,000. And I'm like, no. (laughs) This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. And just, it was on my heart. Like, they might need it. They might need it. They might need it. Give them $1,000. And I'm like, what
0: the fuck? Oh, my God. And then she opened
1: up to me. She shared with me what was really going on in her life. My mouth was on the floor. I couldn't (sighs) believe she was dealing with that. And I said, oh, this is it. She finally opened up to me. This is why. I'm going to give her the $1,000. I just gave her $1,000. And just like, didn't have it like that, you know, but oh I knew this a thousand is not mine. It is yours because I I felt something so deeply. Then she ended up sharing her situation. She truly needed the money. She has a family to take care of. And it was so powerful that I was like, why her? Why her? And then she goes, I'm just going to tell you about my day. And I could not believe her oh life. Oh my God. So, I'm getting chills. But what's really interesting is we don't really even speak anymore. But the, but the thing wasn't, now you need to be my friend for life because yeah. I gave you this. It was you in don't and think it was twice out. But about some it. people are like, I gave her a 1000 You know, like yeah. I'm not bitter about it. I felt like in that moment, it's what needed to happen. I pray you put it towards your family. Right. And I clean my hands. Right. Um, I, all of the things that I do out of wanting to be kind to somebody else, I don't dangle at the end. Yeah, no. I think that's like... I think certain people can be empaths and still rub it in your face. That's making your gift a curse. Right. That's how you make it a curse. Yeah. And I did this for her and she never, if you did it with pure intentions, clean your fucking hands Mm -hmm. and it's it. I'm not going to go, I'm not friends with her anymore. I want my money back. It's just like, but some people operate Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. They feel like I regret the good deed I did for you. I've been upset. I've, you know felt like I went too hard in certain situations or did too much, but I don't regret it because I know if I was operating out of that space of, I truly want to help you. Mm -hmm. And right now in this moment, this is the right thing. Right. It is what it is. It does me no
0: good to, to worry about. I feel like that's how you punish yourself. Yeah. Like once you start to think all these extra things, like you did it out of the yeah, pureness and greatness of your heart. Mm -hmm. But if you want to punish them for, you doing that for them then you're punishing yourself because you're holding it within your own heart you're holding it within your own chest you're having the anxiety you're having the anger you're yeah you're making eating yourself shit. sick
1: literally eating shit hoping they get sick like that's how stupid it is like yeah eventually they'll feel how ill i am no they won't <laughs> so i think if you're gonna do good things do it because it feels good mm. uh the second you start taking a tally in life and and Well, he, one for me, two Mm -hmm, for him. mm -hmm. As soon as you start making it a tit for tat, I think you're just signing up to be miserable. I think that's in life. I think that's in relationships with your siblings, Mm -hmm. with the people you do favors for and love. If you start going too tit for tat, like, mm -hmm, yeah, he held the door. But then that one, it's just like,
0: Mm -hmm. girl, you're just ruining. It's just making stuff too complicated. Do you have the same amount of compassion with yourself that you do with others? (laughs) <laughs>
1: Do you want to fight? <laughs> Do you want to get up and squabble? What the fuck? I didn't I didn't approve of this. Um <laughs> same amount of compassion with myself. I think before, no. I think it was everybody else's feelings over mine. Yeah. Get over it. Things could be worse. Man up. Mm-hmm. But I think recently I have never considered myself this, this word ever until recently. And it's granted me a lot of grace and compassion. I feel incredibly resilient recently. Mm. And, uh, by feeling that I've granted myself so much compassion because Mm -hmm. I think I really picked myself up in a very quick amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I even look around my house and I'm like, I couldn't even afford to rent a room and now I have two in yeah. my own. You know, I just, yeah. I feel like I really did a whole 180 on my life. It's 180, right? When yeah. people say 360, they're dumb. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> people are like A oh, whole 360 in this love. I'm, like, I'm the Wait. 360 type, y'all. Okay, okay. It's 180. Um, but it 180. is 180. 180. Okay, 180. <laughs> right. Uh, I did a full 180 with my life and so... With seeing wow, you did all of this in this amount of time and you did it with a smile and you did it with love. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, and I'm gonna give you a break. Yeah. And I think compassion is I'm gonna give you a break because yeah. I know what you've been yeah. through. You know, I, I feel for you, I'm I'm gonna let that slide. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just support you. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you didn't mean to say that. I'm gonna yeah. have compassion for you in mm-hmm. this situation. And I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna grant you a little more grace than I usually would. Yeah. Because I feel for you. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, with myself now, I, I grant myself compassion way more than other people.
0: I'm the same way. I was going to say basically the same exact thing. Like, and I do it a lot for other people. Yeah. But for me, I just, it you has to be a little bit little, You started to, young. You started young with other people and it's like, you're starting now with yourself. Yeah. And that's how I feel too. Like, I, I'm really hard on myself. And I think I'm hard on myself because both of my, ter- my both of my parents were pretty much like, tough love type people. Mm -hmm. So I learned to love that way. So when I love people, for example, I love them toughly. Mm -hmm. I love them hard. Um, when I started to gain compassion for myself, the same way I was already had compassion for other people, I started to become a lot softer on myself. Mm. Like I'm not, you have to constantly, you have to keep up with your weight. If I gain 10 pounds, if I gain six pounds, I can lose it once I feel like I need to lose it. You're more gentle with yourself. I, yeah, like, I'm way more gentle with myself because I'm like, fam, like, even even with, like, fasts and certain types of diets, I no longer say, you have to do this. You have to—if I'm, like, going through a stressful week, no, I'm not going to feel like fasting, like— Right. And no, I no, I didn't feel like dieting. No, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like working out, et cetera, et cetera. It's like I'm battling my own self and my own mind and my own insecurities and my own this, that, and the other that lately I've just been like, it's cool. Yeah. Like If you don't feel like doing that, it's cool. If you yeah. don't feel like getting up early today, it's cool. I'm not like, come on, every day has to be scheduled, scheduled, scheduled. It's really not that serious. And it all comes along with just learning how to love yourself Mm-hmm. We always talk about love yourself this way, love yourself this way. At 21, we thought we loved ourselves when we were going out and being free. Yeah. At 24, we thought we loved ourselves when we said, I'm sticking to this passion and I'm going to make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. At 27, we, you know, yeah. like it's always, it's never ending. Yeah. And so lately, I feel like I learned you got to be softer.
1: Wow. And that's just what it is. Is it realistic to try to not go over a certain amount of giving? Do you know how to pull yourself back from situations and go, okay, that's enough for the week? Or is it just if enough people in your life are going through something, you're going to tackle it all at once? Is it realistic to have a boundary that I can only do this much? Or if everyone's going through it at once, you're going to take on every single case.
0: I'm going to take on every single case. Even though you know I'm exhausted. (laughs)
1: Yeah. If seven people very close to you were going through it at the same time, you would
0: tackle everything. Yeah, I'm tackling everything, yeah. No question. No question. I'm tackling everything. We all going to get through it together. But you know. I, I wish that I could set that boundary, but. So no boundaries. No, no. I don't have them. And does it burn me sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I just feel called to do it every single time. I feel I can't like I cannot say your problem doesn't matter to me today. I feel more compelled to to be helpful to and to
1: find solutions for a very small group of people lately. Mm -hmm. So it's not really setting a boundary. I just don't feel much Mm -hmm. for people who have gone through the same shit over and over and just are choosing to be stupid at this point. And and it's not cute to me. It used to be funny and cute to me because I would do it, too. I'm so stupid. When we're this grown <laughs> yeah. and you're getting shitted on and you know it. Yeah. And you're getting nothing out of this situation. Yeah. It's not cute to it's me. It's not. I know he's a bum and he has nothing and he's rude to me and he gives me zero affection. I'm an idiot. I'm like, nah. Oh my I, my I, I just, I can't. And I make a lot of clown jokes and I am an on and off performing clown for the Universal Circus. Sometimes I act like a fucking clown. But even then, I'm still on top of all of my shit. When you are talking to somebody who is allowing somebody to knock them off of their shit over and over, I stop feeling for you. Yeah. And a lot of my friends are kind of going through the same, just the same thing. I'm an idiot. I just, I'm so turned off by it. I don't know. So I lately have not felt obligated to be super helpful i can Mm -hmm. feel for them but i I feel nothing about finding a solution yeah people close to me i immediately go into solution mode the second you've told me the problem i don't even think yeah but with friends i have now put a pause before find a solution i will hear you i'll release it Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to go straight into no way really so here's what we can do
0: yeah the old me here's what we can do for anybody see but you're physical yeah i'm not physical you're just going to talk it out. That's the boundary I have on what I'm willing to give you. Yeah, is we're going to talk it out. We're going to talk it out. Am I going to pull up at 6 a.m.? CM no. Now, yeah, Yeah. no, you're going to pull up. Yeah, I will um, make
1: it there. Yeah. No. I will bring the $600. <laughs> I will cut you out of the ropes if you're getting
0: kidnapped. You will bring the extra brownies yeah. in yeah. your cabinet with you. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to sit in my bed and we're going to talk through it. Do you feel a little better? Mm-hmm. Okay, I did my part. And not to say, like, I'm not a writer. It's just, like, if my dad has a problem, I've learned it's pretty much the same problem every time. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, in in different ways, of course, but, like, you're getting used every time. Stuff like that. I can't hop up and run to your rescue every time because it's never changing. It's going to keep happening. Yeah, it's going to keep happening. And most of my friends who I do talk stuff through with, the theme is the same. Like, it's about work over here. It's about love over here. It's about my relationship with my boyfriend or my girlfriend over here. So I have the space to talk about six different conversations. It's about mm-hmm. my son who just really hurt himself over here. You know, yeah. if it was all your boyfriend's toxic, your boyfriend's cheating, your boy, I, I would be so like, That's my life. Yeah. I would be so like, Oh my God, I can't take this on. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. my life.
1: I guess we're all dumb for somebody. I I don't mean to sound like judgy, but it's just certain people are way too self-aware to be in the same habits and I understand when it's somehow beneficial to you, but when somebody's literally kicking you in the face. This becomes less about the relationship and more of how you view yourself. Yeah. And then we get into a deeper conversation of,
0: I can't really even be around you Mm -hmm. because I like you more than you like you. Mm -hmm. And we're talking situations where like, if a person is in a relationship and she knows her boyfriend's cheating all the time. Like, why are you- And he's living with her. And it's like, girl, get him out of your (laughs) fucking house. We're not talking like, oh, you didn't know he was this, that. No, No, we're talking about blatant people disrespecting people and the that girlfriend
1: we knows and goes but he's gonna change but he's gonna ch-. and you're just like okay i'm done there's <laughs> certain things i just have to tap out of and i think i think with age uh, if you're paying attention in the world and really absorbing the things you've been through i would hope that you just have a little bit better sense than you did when we were 20 and for me that's been a big thing for for me and a lot of my friends is, yeah. I feel like you're still in the same shit we were on when we were 19.
0: Yeah. So what are we doing? What have we learned? Do you attract empaths? No. I attract <laughs> people who need help. I don't attract them either. No.
1: I I attract the wounded who's like, bitch, I ain't got nothing to eat. I need $5. I need somewhere to live. And I need you to come and kill somebody with me.
0: I attract the people who say they're empaths. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, you didn't... Oh yeah. like I'm like wait it, yeah our feelings are different we feel different things but empath is like the word spiritual where everyone thinks they are
1: it everyone's going to go yeah I'm an I'm an empath yeah I'm yeah. totally empathetic but then you see somebody and it's time for action and it's like oh no but I don't feel for that guy so I'm like okay maybe yeah. you're really empathetic to like your mother mm-hmm. and certain people that you respect We don't get to choose. If I see a stranger, I'm going to connect to that stranger. Will it be the exact same connection as my father? No. But can I really, can that sit on my spirit? Mm -hmm. If I see somebody and like, you know, I knew they needed shoes and I just see, I will think about, oh my God, his feet are probably burning. It's so hot outside. And it'll sit on my spirit for a minute. This, me isn't, too. this isn't a quick thought and whatever. Me too. It'll really stay with me. So I think a lot of people consider themselves empaths because they can feel for others. Mm-hmm. That's just being a human being is being able to be like, I can feel something. Right. But I think, of course, you're going to be more empathetic to your immediate family and your closest friends. But we're kind of discussing more. If you bump into even a stranger who has mm-hmm. a beautiful story, do you mm-hmm. feel it or do you kind of just hear mm-hmm. it? Do you want to help them? What is your reaction when you hear that, basically, is what we're saying isn't, do you feel feelings for people you love? Because right. I would hope you'd feel something. something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if not, there's a term for that. <laughs> do you feel like being an empath kind of makes you an introvert sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hiding. Oh, yeah. You I'm do forever hiding. Say that. You yeah. That. I hide in
1: my home because then I won't have to deal with people <laughs> because they need that much. I can't even think of the last day that somebody hasn't asked me for a favor. When I see favor, I I have a jerk <laughs> reaction. Like I, I go, oh, oh, sorry, reflex. I hide yeah. because I know I'm going to feel for you and I know I'm going to want to help you. And I, I, I just, I have to protect mine unless you come looking for me, yeah. you know, but I'd rather be in the house than be around too much period. But it's interesting because I didn't think I was able to turn off feeling empathetic for people until... I got so disgusted with the mm. person. I, I really have a hard time feeling anything for this person. Mm. Like I, I, something sad will happen. And mm-hmm. I go, oh, I understand that's very sad, but there's but you a don't disconnect. not feel it. You don't feel I it. I don't yeah. feel it. And I want to feel for yeah. them. And I understand, you know, cause I'm very logical. Yeah. I understand the situation's sad and mm-hmm. it must be tough, mm-hmm. but there's a block. Mm-hmm. I physically cannot go, man, I know that, or I hope she's doing all right. I can't feel a thing for this person. Yeah, and so it's really interesting that I didn't think I could ever get there, but I became so disgusted by this person. It sounds
0: horrible, but it's true. Is this a person that you loved? No. Okay. So I, it was easy to become disgusted. Yeah. Okay. Well, no.
1: It 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 took effort. It, it took years for me to get to this point of disgust. Okay. In a yeah, in like a friendship. Um, but no i don 't think I ever even as a friend loved this person, and that 's why I think I got to that place of mm-hmm. disgust, yeah, because if I really think I really loved them and knew their core, um it just was yeah, I just started seeing too much about their character, and I hit this this place that i 've yeah. never hit before, where I felt nothing with anyone with with that with that person, nothing that they feel no wow nothing i I can feel sorry for the situation, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah. Usually I feel so deeply. Everything, yeah. I feel I really I'd have to think myself into feeling for this right. person. <laughs> I'd have to go, okay, now walk yourself through it. I naturally cannot put myself Yeah. It's very weird, but I but I used to feel for this person, but I turned it off. So you turning it off, do you feel better?
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I can like that it's just it just gives you a sigh of relief when you yeah. can say I can't anymore.
1: I didn't like any of the feelings they made me feel. Yeah, I can't and, anymore. Yeah. And I felt all of them. And I just said, I, this, is, this isn't feeling good at all. Yeah. And I think I mentally just shut it off and I never look back. Even if I see That's this heavy. person, I feel nothing. And I feel v- so many things. I feel every color <laughs> of the rainbow. I feel nothing. That is, that's deep. It's really deep. It's and really I used deep. to feel. Yeah. And I completely shut it off and I never look back. And
0: it's not hate. No. Because a lot of people will say that's hate. No. It's
1: not hate. It's, it's, it's a mute feeling. It's literally like white noise. I, yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah. I, I feel, and it sounds crazy. And I'm not saying this person did anything crazy or tried to kill me. I mean, no, I just, I got really fed, fed up. up and yeah. disgusted. And I just, I was out. I emotionally checked out permanently from this person. Wow. It doesn't, I, I can't imagine. I mean, never say never. I can't imagine myself even in 10 years ever. I can't imagine myself ever caring. I physically cannot. Visualize it. (laughs) Now, is it, you know, anything's possible? Sure. I I think it's permanently shut off and it's and you're like and it's done. I don't think anything could make me care. Wow. And that's that's a heavy It's very, it's very heavy. But if I've ever really loved the person, I've never gotten there. I think that's when it started shaky to begin with, Mm -hmm. and I still tried to cultivate something, still tried to force it. And then eventually, you know, the dam breaks, the water explodes, and I'm shut it off. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I've been there. See, but when, when that happened to me, I let them back in. You can come back in. Come on. Like you're always around. But like stay over there though. Can't even do that. Yeah. God no, I though. no, I know. No, I know in your situation <laughs> you can't. But me, like, I just You'll just keep distance. You know, I got some problems. But um <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do a challenge of the week. We didn't.
1: That's kind of tough for this one though. I think if it would have flowed, it would have flowed. I yeah, think impact... I don't think... Or you know what? Okay, let me I, hear it. I have one. I do have one. I challenge you. Yeah, I like this one. The world could always use a little bit more giving. The world could also use more thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, something I always say, we're going to tie back into the homeless story, is it's very nice if you're passing somebody who is actually hungry and you give them a dollar. Yes, that's mm-hmm. nice. Can they buy a sandwich? No. Can they get a full meal? No. Mm -hmm. For me, my first question if I see somebody on the street is, are you hungry? Mm -hmm. If I know I have five minutes to spare, 10 minutes to spare to go pick up a meal, I'd rather get you a lovely $10 meal Mm -hmm. than like toss something at you and be like, "No, good luck and go into a restaurant and buy, you know. So I think if you're listening to this, And you feel for other people and you know that times have been tough. If you see somebody on the street, ask them if they're hungry and buy a meal for somebody this week. Mm. I think that would be awesome. And uh, that's my challenge, you know. And if the person says no, you respect it. You keep it pushing. Are you thirsty? Mm-hmm. No as well. Whatever. But times are really hard uh, and, you know, certain people, yeah, are trying to hustle. Mm-hmm. And then certain people really are really hungry. Yeah. So I think something really awesome and kind if you are an empath, if you mm-hmm. do feel for others, it's been a crazy time in the world. So, yeah, that, that is what I ask of you.
0: If you don't walk and you never come across uh, homeless people, I would say if you know that a friend is struggling or a family member, mm-hmm. send them some money or buy them a meal.
1: Or even you could do it cute on Cash App. Hey, I sent you $20 to get lunch on me today. Yeah. Something so small can can really change somebody's entire day. I know I feel great when I get it. Somebody sent me like seven bucks and said, get a smoothie on me. And it was so sweet, yeah. so thoughtful. So I think that would be something really awesome. We yeah. we would recommend, you know, <laughs> if you so please. But I, I feel like
0: that's it on yeah. my end. Yeah. Being an empath is exhausting, but it's rewarding, I yeah. feel. that's all we got to say, okay? That's all we got to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Raina. And I'm Sky. And this was another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. We'll see you later. Season two, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at unpack and Bounce back. And remember it's the letter N, not A and D. Until next time.